sun comes up Driving when the sun goes down The hum of 18 wheels Lord, that's a lonely sound I spend all day Chasing that old white line I've been on the road so long I've lost track of time Now it don't matter where I'm going I just gotta drive I have the white line fever to the day that I died I said 18 wheels Hey friends, this is Gary Rayburn of Lonesome Road Ministries and we've got an awesome program for you I know you're going to enjoy it today and you're going to want to get more copies of this so Give us a call, 618-383-2107, or log on to lonesomeroad.org. Or you can email me at gary.lonesomeroad at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Now sit back, listen, and enjoy today's program from Lonesome Road Ministries, Church on the Road. Give us a call. We look forward to hearing from you. I keep those wheels to turn in. Town to town, there's so much I gotta see. I gotta look around. I got diesel smoke rolling from two chrome stacks. My address is 408 414, a big blue Mac. Now it don't matter where I'm going, I just gotta drive. I have the white line fever to the day. special treat for you today. We have Joe Arview. Man, he is an awesome songwriter, singer, and you need to get in contact with Joe Arview. He's got a website, joearview.com, or give him a call at 618-927-1986. All right, friends, sit back, listen, and enjoy the rest of this concert by Joe Arview, and then I got a message I want to share with you called No Limits. Here's Joe Arview. Have you heard that we had an election in our country? (laughs) I don't know. You know what? People need to see the light. And the only way you're ever going to see the light is if you walk in the light. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I mean, and we got to present the light to the world because we walk through the light. Now, if you haven't walked through the light, you're living in the shadows. But once you get in the light, that, that light is, just surrounds you. There's no more shadows. You ever think about that? What made me think about this is walking in heaven. Because Jesus is the light in heaven. There's no more sun, no more moon, right? Amen? Come on now. And so Jesus is a light, and it just it's all around you. There's no shadows. There's nowhere to hide. There's no none of that. We're living in a place now where people can hide. But let me tell you something. Jesus is coming back. And when he does, there's no place to hide. you got to walk through the light, and your shadows are gone. Now you've heard it said How the wicked survive And our God must be sleeping Or is he alive? Now the world may find comfort In darkness alone 
But their day is coming When that light's coming on When you stand in God's daylight All your shadows appear You can't hide any longer What's always been there but if you stand for Jesus, you won't stand alone. Come and walk through his daylight. All your shadows are gone. Now you may find someday how you've gone astray. And you're living that hard life Just wasting away But you just remember His hand stretched out long And willing for mercy If you'll just come back home when you stand in God's daylight, all your shadows appear. You can't hide any longer what's always been there. Now if you stand for Jesus, you won't stand alone. Come and walk through God's daylight All your shadows are gone Come and walk through God's daylight All your shadows are gone I'll tell you what that song, I've been, I wrote that a long time ago, and it's prophetic because today it means more than it did then. Amen? You know what I'm talking Hey, isn't that the way the Word of God is? In a minute, we're going to hear the Word of God preached. Now, listen to this. It's the same Word that the Apostle Paul preached. It's the same Word that Jesus preached. It's the same Word that the prophets of old preached. Isn't that amazing? That in this day and time, these old songs and this message is still alive today. Praise the Lord. Amen. I don't know what to sing, Gary. Anything you want to hear tonight? Rainbow. Rainbow, I'll do it. A little back, background story about this rainbow song. It's, it's called Where the Rainbow Begins. When I cut this album... That's what I wanted the title of it to be. Because I thought, that's such a cool title, Where the Rainbow Begins. Don't you think that would be a great title for an album cover? And so I said, you know, I sent it off to them people in Nashville that know how to put these CD covers together real pretty and all that. And they kept sending me these uh, examples. So what do you think of this? What do you think of that? I didn't, I, my hand up, I did not realize how gay it looked. To have a, a rainbow on your album cover. And, and, of course, today it's like you almost couldn't do that at all. Finally, I said, switch it. That's not going to happen. <laughs> but, uh, I, I mean, it, it's sad in a way because, you know, the rainbow belongs to Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Found myself on a walkway And I couldn't help but run Driving my life 
in the fast lane Not far ahead of the gun I take a pill to get up in the morning And the whiskey got me to bed I never thought I'd ever see 40 All I've been through, guess I should be dead Well, I was searching for a life full of profit When I heard from a prophet of old I was carrying my gold in a pocket When he told me of riches untold I was searching for the end of the rainbow When I found where the rainbow began Always told me trust Jesus. I tell them that he was just a man. I was hell bent to be a free bird, fly away to Neverland. But mama was right about Jesus He's the way, he's the truth, and he's the light He walked through hell to free us I've walked through hell to find his life Searching for a life full of profit When I heard from a prophet of old And I was carrying my gold in a pocket And when he told me of riches untold I was searching for the end of the rainbow When I found where the rainbow began Yes, I found where the rainbow began do a couple of more songs uh it's a song about getting high and uh let me tell you about the highest i've ever been i was in my living room just talking to the lord worshiping god you ever notice how that's really the best time to worship the lord is when it's just you and him i mean we all have this corporate thing like like it's something special, but the really time, the, the best time with the Lord is alone. And so uh, I'm worshiping the Lord, and next thing I know, I was on my knees, and next thing I know, I'm on my face. And, and all I could do was cry, because God just was had engulfed the room, you know. You all know what I'm talking about. I know you do. And it's really all about this intimate relationship with the Lord. And one day we're all going to be in heaven. And that's what it's going to be like. We're going to have this wonderful, intimate 
time with the Lord. Isn't that going to be something? I'm writing a new song now about that. And I'd sing it, but I'm, I'd forget the words. And Linda already said I, I do it every time. So I can't do one I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, i got all them people in heaven that I want to go visit. But the one I really want to look in the eye is my Lord. Amen. So, the highest I've ever been is down on my knees. Sometimes I like to think, even have a dream that I could fly. Just walk on a cloud, the mountaintops will swing on jungle vine. Like a child on daddy's shoulders, on a ferris wheel, or a house built in a tree. Any high in the sky, just don't compare to the high that I found down on my knees. Lord, lift me up, high enough to see heaven's door. Hold me there, higher than I've ever been before. When I've searched this world over, never seem to find just what I need. Is any high that I try won't take me there, like the high that I get down on my knees. When I was young I took a puff from a skinny cigarette Now that I'm older It's one more thing I've lived to regret Everybody's searching For the thing in life to change The way you feel Since nobody seems to know Well let me tell you so Everything's gonna change when you kneel Lord, lift me up High enough to see heaven's door Hold me there Higher than I've ever been before I've searched this world over Never seemed to find just what I need Is any high that I've tried won't take me there like the high that I get down on my knees. Any high that I've tried won't take me there like the high that I get down on my knees. I'm going to end with a song I don't usually do this very often, but it seems appropriate tonight for some reason. You know, there's a, I'm a, I'm a Christian, you know, and, and I think through this whole election junk and everything, it's, it's really revealed to me uh, how weird I must seem to the world <laughs> believing in the things that we believe in. Amen? I mean... And so I think we got to really, you know, kind of be on our toes and be all about Jesus all the time instead of watering it down. And, and the other thing I've kind of come across and believe is that, man, we got a mission field in the United States of America. I got to admit, I didn't know it was really there like it is. Are you with me on this? I mean, if it, doesn't, if it doesn't show you the fields are white under harvest. And so there's always something positive, amen, about it. We've always been in the minority. And God always uses the minority. God always uses his remnant. Amen? But here's my point in all that. There's days 
when I don't look like Jesus. There's days when I don't act like Jesus. Sometimes it's a whole day. I mean, I ain't saying I don't pray every day and I don't talk to the Lord every I do, but there's days that I don't really represent Jesus like I ought to. And so that's what this song says. The days I don't want him are the days I need him most of all. Sometimes I fail God And wonder why He'd let me go So far Without a rhyme or reason He stuck around To watch me Fall apart And sometimes I ask Him why Why would you want To keep me In your grace for I know I have done some things To make me want to run And hide my face And I think I can make it on my own Until the teardrops start Only when I'm sick or lonely when I see my life falling apart But now I'm getting on the right track Pray the Lord catch me if I fall For the days when I don't want Him Are the days I really need Him most of all Now here I stand beneath him Begging for his mercy on my soul Again I've made a mess of things The Lord come again and take control Forgive me, Lord, for I have sinned, left you out, made decisions on my own. Now I give them back to you, lay them at your feet and walk on. And I think I can make it on my own. Until the teardrops start And only when I'm sick or lonely Or when I see my life falling apart And now I'm getting on the right track And pray the Lord catch me if I fall Days when I don't want him are the days I really need him most of all. Lord, the days when I don't want you are the days I really need you most of all. Praise the Lord. Joe said he didn't know why he was singing that song, but I know why he was singing. He was listening to the Lord. What he was saying went along with the message that God has laid on my heart for this night. And if, if I do my part, then everybody will hopefully be blessed and highly favored when they leave here tonight. I know Joe has blessed us, and I just love his music. I love working with Joe any chance I get. I'm always ready to go and be part of anything that he's doing. And 
All right, praise the Lord. Well, I need help, so let me call on the Lord. Father, I thank you, Lord, for this night. Lord, I just thank you for Joe and his heart. Father, I thank you for the people that came out tonight, Lord. I just ask that you bless each and every one of them, Lord, and help me to bring the message that you've laid on my heart to the people, Lord, so they they can apply it into their lives, Lord, and and use use this uh, night right now, Lord, for your glory. Father, just send people out with a gospel message, reaching those that are lost and those that are hurting. Joe mentioned it, Lord, the white, the fields are white under harvest, Lord, and, and we are your workers, Lord, and help us to be all that you've called us to be, Lord. Bless this message tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. The message that God's been laying on my heart is, is I titled it, No Limits. No Limits. There's no limits to what God wants for each and every one of us. I mean... I look around and I see uh, Joe Arview here. He's, he does a ministry seven nights a week, I think. I don't know. He's always going somewhere and singing. He's always ministering. He's preaching revivals. He's doing, not, not to mention his, his regular job, where on his regular job he gets to witness to people. But, you know, God has more for Joe. He has more. Tom Price over here, he, he writes songs. He drives trucks. He's a witness out there everywhere he goes. But God has more songs for you to write. He has more people for you to witness to. Bert and Sandra there, they do a jail ministry. But you know, God has more for them. They work in here every day, every day in this ministry right here, putting CDs in in, uh, sleeves and sending them out across the country. They not only put them in the sleeves, but they pray over every CD. Prayer is the most important weapon that we have. Mark McCastle, he's from Michigan. He's got a, what do you got on, on your truck right now, Mark? Tell us what you got. Bibles. He's got a load of Bibles going to, down to Laredo, Texas. He's hauling Bibles. Man, he does a ministry all over the United States, witnessing to people, but God's got more for you to do. He's got more for each and every one of us. There's some of them I don't know, but I know this much. God brought you here tonight because he wants you to hear that you're not done yet. There's more work for each and every one of us. Fred Mooney here, he's got a great ministry about uh, uh, with the birds. He's got birds. He uses birds to preach the gospel. You know what? We can use anything to, for the gospel's sake. God has ways that we haven't even thought of yet. There's ways that we can do this. And it's, it's, it's out there. It's endless what God has for each and every one of us to witness to. I'll tell you what, I, I want to thank uh, Fred and Kitty and, and Carlin and some of the other folks that came tonight. I told them I was going to preach tonight, and they came anyway. I mean, that's, that's good friends, right? I mean, I've got some good friends. I appreciate that. I really do. But God has no limits to what he can do with each and every one of us. I know that's, that's so true. I mean, I got saved in, in uh, 1995, August 13th, driving down the road. I give my heart to Jesus Christ, and my prayer was, use me. I just want to be used. I don't want to go sit in a church and do nothing. I want something. There's got to be something for me to do. And I just started praying every day talking to God every day and asking him to use me. There's got to be something I can do. And you know what? When we pray a prayer like that, God will find you a job. He will. And he's found me lots of different things to do. And he just keeps raising the bar and raising the bar and raising the bar. In 1999, I was driving out across the country and and I stopped in a truck stop and I picked up a bunch of cassette tapes and it had gospel music on it, it had preaching on it, it had testimonies and I just loved them and I thought, man, this is cool. And I just started looking in every truck stop for them things and I started picking them up and then one day God spoke to my heart. He said, this is your ministry, start a tape ministry. Somebody's calling me right now, how about that? <laughs> I get calls every, every day, all all week long from people. I got to lead a guy to the Lord this week. 
uh, Lonnie was his name. He would listen to one of these CDs that we send out of here, and he called and he'd give his heart to Jesus. Amazing what's going on right now. But I stopped in a truck stop, picked up a cassette tape, and God spoke to my heart to start a tape ministry back in 1999. And I thought, there's no way I can do this. I can't do it. But God would not leave me alone. And a year later, I finally surrendered and said, okay, God, if I could just win one, just one, it'd be all worth it. And you know what? The first guy that called me and, and gave his heart to, to the Lord, I, I just couldn't believe that God could use me to do something like that. And, but I asked God, I said, God, if I could just win one more, just one more, it'd all be worth it. In the year 2000, I was teaching a Sunday school class, and my Sunday school class bought me this book right here and gave it to me called The Prayer of Jabez. And I started reading this book and thinking, you know, God can use me. He wants to use everybody. And I started reading this, and I started putting some of this into my heart, and I started believing that maybe I could, God could use somebody like me to do some things. And I started reading and reading. The, it starts out, this little book you're holding is about what happens when ordinary Christians decide to reach for an extraordinary life. I'll tell you what, if we will reach for an extraordinary life, God will deliver every time. He has no limits to what he wants for each and every one of us. That little tape ministry that I started in 2000, now you see what it's doing here. Now, if God would have told me that in 2000, that that's what this was going to be, I would have never started it. It would have been too big for me. And that's the way God is. He, he starts us out on the bottom level, and he just keeps raising us up one, one step at a time, one step at a time. And now, there's no telling where we're headed next. There's no telling. We are a church right here. We're a church without walls. We send our message all over the country, around the world. We've, we've been in over 30 countries with CDs. And that's not mentioning the Internet. Or we're also on the Internet, and they go everywhere on this Internet. So... We are a church without walls, a church out of the box. That's pretty cool that God can do something like that with somebody that is just an ordinary person, ordinary Christian, a truck driver, an oil field worker, uh, you name it, whatever, bus driver. That's the kind of people that God wants to use. He wants to use the ordinary people and he wants to turn us into extraordinary Christian men and women. Reaching the lost. That's the whole message. That's my message every time I get in behind a pulpit is to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. It's the great commission. Go, go ye therefore is, and preach and reach and teach. All these people that get saved... Listening to our CDs, we, we minister to each and every one of them. We work together with a lot of different ministries, uh, Channel 21 Ministries. And Channel 21 has hundred, over 100 different chaplains out on the highway, and we, we help them. We uh, send them Bibles. We send them CDs. We work together with each and every one of them. When we get somebody saved, we try to turn them into ministers out on the highway. That's what we do with people out on, that, that get saved listening to our CDs. We've got, I don't know how many different chaplains for Channel 21 Ministries that have just been saved in the last few years listening to these CDs that we pass out. What an opportunity it is for us to reach the lost. God is doing some amazing things. And it all started... In 2000, when I got this book and I started praying this little prayer, Jabez Prayer, and I want to read this prayer to you right now. It's in First uh, Chronicles uh, chapter uh, 4, verse 9 and 10. Now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers, and his mother called him, called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bore him in pain. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from evil, 
that I may not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. You know, when I started reading this book, I started praying this prayer, and I started believing that God could actually use me. And he has. It's amazing what God will do if we just allow him to, if we will take off the limits that we put on God. The only thing that limits anything that we're doing is us. God has no limits on what he wants to do with us. He doesn't. He wants to do extraordinary things in your life and 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 everybody's life that surrenders and says, here am I, Lord. Use me. Here's what I did with this little prayer. I started praying this prayer every, every day. And I did one little thing. And it said, and Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying. And what I did was I marked out that name Jabez. And I put my name in there. And Gary called upon the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed. And enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me, and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. If we, if we just put our name in there, God wants to hear from each and every one of us. And he wants to use us in ways that we never thought or dreamed possible. Joe, he's got so much more for you. He does. I mean, you're doing some amazing things, but he, he wants more out of each and every one of us. Burton Sandry, I mean, yeah, the jail ministry. Man, what an awesome thing you're doing. But God wants more. He wants us to do more. Fred, he has more for you. Fred's a Sunday school teacher. He, he goes out and ministers with these birds all the time, but God wants more out of you. He wants to reach more. I mean, we've done the judgment house. What an awesome time that was, but that's only the tip of what God wants for each and every one of us. But it, we're the ones that stop God from doing more. It's us. It's, Joe was talking about it. Sometimes uh, he's, he doesn't even, I, Pastor Mark Shell used to say, sometimes I don't even feel saved. <laughs> we wake up and we just don't feel saved. We're just, we're just in a bad mood sometimes. But when we portray, portray that to other people, man, it, it's, it's a bad witness. So we got to be, put that, what's Tony called it, that uh, lips touching both ears. There's, boy, I don't know where I'd be without my wife. I mean, really, come on. Ain't that the truth? Where would we be without our wives? Lips touching both ears. It looks like you put a banana in there sideways. That's the kind of portrayal that Christian people need to have. We need to wake up. In the morning, just like Mike Atkins song, and say, good morning, Jesus, what would you have me do today? Man, if we do that, God wants to bless us beyond anything. That's the reason when I answer the phone, anybody calls me, I don't care what kind of day I'm having. When they ask me how I'm doing, I say I'm blessed and highly favored. And some days I don't feel blessed and highly favored, but I know that I am because I'm serving God. And God has more for each and every one of us if we will just step out and say, Lord, use me. That's what I want to be. I want to be all that you've called me to be. I want more. I want more. I want more. It's like going to the river, and the river of blessings are right before us. And we go down there with a little cup in our hand, and we dip us out a little bit of blessings each day. You know, we need to grab us a five-gallon bucket. We need to go to that river and maybe just jump in sometimes and start splashing around and saying, I want more, 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 God. Fill me up. Overflow me with your blessings. God wants to bless each and every one of us every day. And if we will act like that, he will do some amazing things in our lives, in our lives, if we will just allow him to do it. This book right here, I started reading this book. You know what I did? I even got some of my friends reading this book. I remember when I went to Orchardville Church, I met, met a guy right there, Fred Mooney. He became my, one of my best friends. He took me under his wing, and he started teaching me things about how to make tapes. He had this little four-track, yeah, recorder thing. We'd go down in the basement of my house, and we'd sit down there and play with that thing and make tapes and do some editing and 
he's, he started me teaching me how to edit tapes, cassette tapes. And me and Fred started reading this book together, didn't we, Fred? We read this book together, and we prayed together over the phone, and we talked to each other, and we kept each other strong. That's what we got to have. Iron sharpens iron. If we will fellowship together, if we will do things together, man, I tell you, it's just amazing what happens when we jump in the river and splash in all over us the blessings that God has for us. Wasn't long I met Carlin Loker back there in the sound booth. And we started a CD ministry in 2004, I think it was. Five, which one was it? I don't know. doesn't matter. Right in that time, we started a CD ministry. And then I, Carlin started teaching me all kinds of things about editing CDs. Man, he, it, it was a new level. God has new levels for each and every one of us if we will just keep moving forward in what he's called us to do. What's God called you to do? He's called each and every one of us to do something. I don't know what it is, but you do. You do. You know what it is. I know when God called me, I thought, no way, I can't do this. I can't do it. I'm not capable. And we're not capable in our own strength, but we can do all things through Christ. He will strengthen us. He will give us what we need. He will put people in our path to help us along the way, just like he put Fred Mooney in my path, Carlin Loker in my path, Joe Arview, Bob and Stephanie Wilson, Bert and Sandra. God wants to help us if we will allow him to do that. If we will just do what he says, follow him, and let him lead us into a promised land like we've never, ever dreamed or imagined. You know, when we say, oh, bless me indeed, enlarge me, Lord, we're asking for supernatural things to happen. And God is the one that can make it happen if we will just allow him to, if we will cry out to him, if we will just do what he says. God has blessings beyond anything we could ever dream or hope for. To bless in the biblical sense means to ask for or to impart supernatural Favor. How many people would like to have some supernatural favor in their life? Man, it's yours for the asking. All you got to do is ask. Say, Lord, bless me. Enlarge me. Use me. Man, if we ask, God will do it. He wants to bless each and every one of us. He has blessings that we haven't even tapped into. He has blessings for each and every one of us. Supernatural blessings. When we ask for God's blessings, we're not asking for more of what we could get for ourselves. Mm -mm. We're crying out for a wonderful, unlimited goodness that only God has the power to know about or to give us. That's, that is amazing. That's, God is so amazing. The Lord's blessings is our greatest wealth. All of our works adds nothing to it. The, the secret, the key to this Jabez prayer is all about others, others, others. If we, if we will keep our ministry about others, not about us, about others. You know, I've done a lot of work with Joe Arview, and I know one thing about Joe. He's always concerned about the people that are out there. He's always concerned about others. He, he likes to preach and teach and reach others because that's what God has called him to do that's what God has called him to do when I picked up that them cassette tapes back on the road in two in 1999 and the one that spoke to my heart was a cassette tape by a man called uh, Ray Sisk I 20 for Jesus and I listened to that tape and God spoke to me to start a tape ministry and his whole message was others that was his message. Others. Always others. Here's, his, here's a racist motto. Others. Yes, others. Let this my motto be. Help me to live for others so that I might live for thee. Amen. And that, he, he's, that was on every cassette tape just about that 
you picked up of Ray Sisk. And I adopted that motto for my ministry. On all the CDs, it's always about others, helping others, reaching out, touching lives, changing others. Always about others. So, the whole message tonight is really God has more for us if we will just allow him to bless us. All we got to do is cry out and ask him to do it. Let him use us. What can we do? We got to make it about reaching out and touching lives. We got about reaching and changing lives. You know, God has more for us to do. He has We are a church. We are. We're out of the box. We're a church without walls. But we have church on the radio station right here. So we are a church out of the box, a church without walls. God is doing more. He's not done with us yet. Radio stations are, are a good way to reach people. We're reaching people, talking to people that aren't in church. And that's really what it's all about, is reaching the lost, reaching those that uh, might not come in here. So... We're, we're moving on. God is raising us up to new levels beyond anything that we could ever dream, hope for, or imagine. Man, now is that crazy or what? That's God. See, that's things you can't plan. You can't just say, well, let's do this. That's God opening doors for people that want to make it all about Him. And that's what we got to remember. Anytime we do anything, is it's got to be all about, all about Jesus. I'll tell you what, me and Joe has met in 2007, and he's been part of this ministry ever since. Every person that's ever given their heart to Jesus through this ministry, Joe's been a part of. Bob and Stephanie's been a part of. Burton Sanders has been a part of. Fred and Kitty's been a part of because they... Carlin's been a part of. My wife's been a part of. Anybody that's connected with this ministry, anybody that's ever passed out a CD, like Mark McCastle there and Tom Price and, and Kenny Deal and any, any of you that's ever listened to a CD and passed it on, you're a part of this ministry. And the things that are going on, when we get to heaven, we have rewards in heaven waiting on us. Anybody that's been a part of this ministry. This is scary stuff for me. I think it even scares Joe. Because he has to work with me. And and that's scary stuff. Because I don't know what I'm doing. I admit. I don't know what I'm doing. But I know the God that I serve. And I know that we can do anything if he's calling us to do it. And I know this is not something I dreamed up. God opened this door. And when God opens the door, I want to go through and see where he's going to take us to. God wants to open doors for each and every one of us tonight. Now, some of you are here, and God has sent you here because you need to hear this message. God has something for you right now that he's calling you to do. What what is that? I ain't got a clue. I'll tell you what. But there's ministry opportunities everywhere. CD ministries is what God's called me to do. Music ministries is what God's called Joe to do and preach and, and, and all. But, you know, there's, you could bake a, bake a cake and take it to your neighbor and tell them Jesus loves you. That's ministry. You could bake some cookies and take it to somebody and tell them God loves you. That's ministry. You could hand them a gospel track, write them a note, write them a card, send them a card. The ministry, is, it's endless what we can do for God. If we'll just wake up and say, good morning, Jesus, what would you have me to do? What can I do today? Use me. Use me. That was my prayer when I got saved. I just wanted God to use me. And when I started praying that prayer, God started moving me in the direction that he wanted me to go. And he's brought me all the way here. And he ain't done yet, because I'm still here. I admit, I don't know what I'm doing. 
When I started making tapes and cassettes, I didn't know what I was doing. But God wants to use each and every one of us. And if I was to bake cookies, I wouldn't know what I was doing. But I can read. I can read directions. I could learn how to bake cookies. I could learn how to do whatever God is calling me to do. Yeah. Amen. But uh, that is the message. God has something for each and every one of us. He wants to use us. He wants to bless us. Right here is a, a secret little book. And you don't have to necessarily have the book because you've got this book, the Holy Bible. It's in here, the Jabez Prayer, found in First Chronicles 4, verse 9 and 10. Start reading that. Start praying that. Take your, put, write your name in there, just like I did, just like Fred did, Carlin did, Joe. I sent, I sent Joe the book, and he, he started reading that book and got his family reading that book. Did it change your life, Joe? Amen. Amen. It does. If we will apply stuff like this into our life, God is going to change us and do some miraculous things in our life. Amen. Amen. Now, I've been uh, listening to uh, a testimony of a guy by the name of Rick Dawson. And I'm going to close with this. This guy is uh, sharing his testimony and his testimony was when he was young, his daddy said, Rick, it's time for you to get saved. I want you to come up to the altar and pray a prayer and get saved. So he did. I, you know, seven, eight-year-old kid, when his dad tells him to do something, he's going to do it, right? And that's what he did. And he got saved. He prayed a little prayer. And so he, the next Sunday they went, he went to church and the preacher said, well, you need to be baptized. So they baptized him. And then his mom, when he was a teenager, young man, wanted him to go to seminary. And she had been listening to, uh, I think it was Jerry Falwell. And she wanted him to go to that seminary because she really liked his preaching. Now, that's a Baptist seminary. But he went to the seminary, and, and uh, he became a pastor. And he got out of the seminary, and he, he came back to Illinois. He's from uh, up by Chicago. And uh, he became a youth pastor in a church in, I think, southern Illinois. And then he started his own church. And he started, the church started growing. He it got up to a pretty good-sized church. And then they brought in an a evangelist and uh, had him preach. And in that message, the evangelist said, he stopped his message right in the middle. And he said, I don't know why I'm saying this, but there's... There's a pastor in here that's not saved. And his wife was sitting across the room, and she looked over at him, and he, he could read her lips. She said, is it you? And it made him mad. <laughs> that would make me mad. But he, he kept thinking about this and thinking about this. And he went into that pastor, and he said, when you said that, was you talking about me? And he said, no, I wasn't talking about you. God just told me to say it, so I said it. He said, I wasn't talking to you. And he asked his wife. She said, he said, did you think I wasn't saved? And she said, I've never thought that before until that preacher said that. And she said, God just put it in my heart. And it just, days and days went by. I, I can't remember how many, but he finally, he got so miserable that he went home and told his wife that he wasn't saved. And he got on his knees and cried out to God and gave his heart to the Lord. And he said it was like God just tipped over a bowl of honey in his soul. And it was just so overflowed him. He just bawled and cried. And he just, and he, the next Sunday he told his church what had happened. He gave his testimony to his church. And he said, uh, in a couple of weeks we'll have a vote. And you can vote me in or out. He said, it's up to you. And, he said, and then he had an altar call. And he said he, the altars were empty. But after the service, he said, instead of uh, leaving, they all lined up to talk to him. <laughs> and he said the very first one that lined up to, was the meanest lady in the whole church. And he was dreading talking to her. But the first thing out of her mouth was, I'm not saved either. She said, I want to get saved. And she got saved that night. Forty people in his church got saved that night. What a powerful testimony. 
But the reason I'm telling you this is because I don't want to close any service without asking you, do you know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? I'm not going to take it for granted that each and every person in here is saved. I'm not going to take that for granted. Because if a pastor can preach, preach for years and not be saved, be fooled because he prayed a little prayer when he was young. People that are saved, they're doing something for the Lord. They're serving Him. Are you serving God? Are you doing something? Are you, are you born again? Do you know that you're born again? That's the question I want to ask you. If you died today, would you go to heaven? If you were standing at the gates and Jesus asked you, why should I let you into heaven? What would you say? What would your answer be? Do you know the answer? That's the question. Well, friends, there's only one answer, and it's Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me, Jesus Christ. So, I want to ask you to pray with me right now. Every CD that we put out, I put a sinner's prayer on there, and I'm amazed at how many people call me and tell me that they prayed that prayer they pray it every time they hear it. So even if you're saved, I want you to pray this prayer. It'll give strength to somebody beside of you that may not be saved. It, so pray with me right now. Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sins. Lord, I, I just want to be a Christian. I want to do more. I want to give you my heart. Save me, Lord and use me in Jesus name Amen now with every head still bowed and every eye closed I just want to ask you one more question is there anybody in here that prayed that prayer and meant it with all their heart for the very first time praise God does anybody in here pray that prayer and want to do more for the Lord they just want God to use them in a magnificent way. Anybody that wants to do more. Yeah. Yeah, we all do. We all want God to use us in another way. That's right. We do. All right. Let me just pray for you, okay? Father, I just pray right now, Lord, that you're going to bless all those hands that went up. And that was everybody, Lord. Everybody raised their hand. They want more. They want you to pour them blessings that they cannot contain. They want that tub of honey poured over and dipped over in their soul Lord where that they are used in ways that they never thought or dreamed possible and Father I just ask that you bless each and every person here Lord and I pray that Lord that they will leave here full of the Holy Spirit Lord, full of what you have for them Lord with new fresh ideals of ways to reach their family their friends, their neighbors Lord bless them Lord and give them safe travel home Watch over and keep them safe. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. There's a river flowing from above to bring down God's blessings to fill us with His love. And there's a Like a cool summer rain Drink from the water And never thirst again There's a love That can't be understood endureth to the end and if your answers yes come on in it's a
It's a knock Birth answering your door It's a call Picking up the phone If your answer's yes Come on There's a road Colored snowy white table that's filled with pure delight there's a home for the chosen few and if your answer is yes it belongs to you it's a It's a knock Worth answering your door It's a call Worth picking up the phone And if your answer's yes Come on If your answer's yes Hey drivers, we appreciate you letting us ride along with you in the cab. And you can contact us at 618-383-2107 or you can log on to our website at lonesomeroad.org and check us out on the web. You can listen to all of our radio programs on our website on our broadcast from the past page. So check it out. And if you ask Jesus Christ into your heart, then give us a call and let us know. Pittsburgh rolling down that Easter Seaboard. I got my diesel turned up and she running like never before. Well, there's a speed zone ahead, alright, but I don't see a cop in sight. Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it on tonight. I got me ten forward gears and a Georgia overdrive. I don't need no pills cause my eyes are open wide I just passed the Volvo and a white I've been passing everything inside Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it on tonight I'll take it home My law goes way behind Nothing bothers me tonight I can dodge all the scales, alright Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it on tonight Well, my rig's a little low, but that don't mean she's slow There's a flame from a stack and the smoke's blowing black as coal well, my hometowns are coming in sight And if you think I'm happy, you're right Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight I said six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight Look out, Mom 